Live from Master Closet Studios, you're listening to the only podcast on the internet covering three seasons of Doctor Who simultaneously. It's the Noobs and the Whovian. My name is Austin. I'm the Whovian. These are my sons, Corbin and Tripp. And, and we're, we're the, the noobs. noobs. And this is the podcast introducing a whole new generation of Doctor Who by what? A whole new generation to Doctor Who. Did I say of? I think I did. <laughs> Doctor Who, the next generation. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what we're starting next week, isn't it? (laughs) So this is the podcast introducing a whole new generation to Doctor Who by watching an episode each week and discussing it from the perspective of a dad who's seen it before. And and two two sons sons who haven't. Except when we don't, because sometimes we won't. (laughs) We didn't actually technically watch an episode this week. We watched a special. Which was kind of an episode, but it also was. I mean, it was an episode of sorts. That's right. So so what we did, and and hopefully you did the same, if not, pause right now and (laughs) go go watch watch Farewell to Matt Smith. Yeah, that's right. Uh, So this was included. I got confused. Poor trip. I was like, go look at the 50th anniversary thing. It's in there. As it turns out, it's not. (laughs) In the Christmas special. Uh, in the so like season two on Amazon. Yeah. Yeah. On, exactly. Yeah. On Amazon video. Uh, this but if not, been, you could find, I don't know where it, it's probably, I don't even know what DVD it would be in. But at any rate, there is an, uh, there's a special called farewell to Matt Smith that on Amazon is bundled in with the 2013 Christmas special. And it is, you know what it says on the 10 it's saying goodbye to Matt Smith. So it kind of, you know, recaps his time and talks about how he came on and how he's mm-hmm. leaving and, you know, and all those kinds of things. And uh, so we went and watched that this week as kind of a refresher to us because we figured it would give us a good overview of the three years. And it did exactly that. So with that in mind, welcome to episode number 114 covering series five, six and seven, the Matt Smith recap. So, um, I realized when I was setting up the notes for this, we haven't done this in exactly 50 episodes. It was wow. episode 64. This is where we did a David Tennant recap. After we covered the 50th anniversary. Was that? Uh, did we yes, do the we 50th? did the 50th and then Christmas. And yeah. Then this. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the day of the doctor, the time of the doctor and now goodbye doctor. Oh, mm. sad. Yeah. Sad doctor. Um, so uh, we, we used to do season recaps and realized we don't like doing this. And then, <laughs> yeah. so we did a David Tennant recap and said we weren't going to do, we were going to do doctor recaps. Uh, so it, it yeah. has been, it's been 50 episodes. Now here's the other crazy thing. Okay. So that means that's roughly a year. Right. Because mm-hmm. we, we're pretty solid once a week now. So that's that's right around a year. And we did three seasons. And if you recall, four years. Because mm-hmm. there was like there was that mid-season yeah. break thing. Whatever and, that yeah. was. So, so, so uh, Matt Smith was actually the doctor for four years, but it was only three seasons you could argue that it was four seasons because of the break well, yeah. <laughs> some people do vehemently yeah. argue <laughs> 701 it and 702 was. those are different seasons. except season. amazon no amazon i think splits them out if you look if you're into two it, seasons yeah uh so that's if you're just looking so they make money Doctor, <laughs> probably, you have <laughs> seasons one two three four five six and then 701 and then 702 and then eight, nine, you know, and on and on. Um, and then, like I said, then you've got the uh, the 50th anniversary thing is its own show with its own seasons, I think. Or maybe it's just one season and then the Christmas specials, uh, but not not the David Tennant specials. It only started with Matt Smith and blah, blah, blah. So anyway, yeah. uh, so we um, we dove into uh, farewell to Matt Smith. And while we were doing that, we were taking notes like we normally do. And then we've also um, just been chatting here and there throughout the week. Uh, we sat down today and dug through some of our old notes mm-hmm. and 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 put some of this stuff up here. It's hard to remember three seasons worth. Yeah. 
So three seasons, that's that's going to be almost 40. That's over 40 episodes when you count the specials and the Christmas specials and all that kind of stuff. So you're probably only going to be thinking of the recent stuff. Yeah, you're going to know. A lot of it is going to be recent. And the very memorable stuff. Who was it? One of the two of you said that, where it was like, most of my stuff was from this season. Yeah. (laughs) that happens. Um, Half of it from what? Was from the last episode. Yeah, every everything is from the, the day of the doctor, basically. <laughs> Trip's like, yeah. my favorite Matt Smith moment was a David Tennant moment in the 50th anniversary <laughs> special. Uh, so at any rate, um, I thought, uh, let's see, what we're, what we're going to do is we took our normal show notes, our normal rundown, the checklist and who's who and miscellaneous trivia and all this kind of stuff, and just said, let's reminisce. What we tried to do in the past when we did the season recaps was like, what was your favorite baddie of the week? And what we realized was, A, sometimes it's hard to pick one. And B, like one season, we all picked the Weeping Angels. So that's all we talked about for Bad yeah. of the Week. So this time... So we're just doing mentions. Yeah, this time yeah. it's it's like, okay, here's a topic. What would you like to talk about in that topic? Okay. So um, we also asked for uh, feedback from you guys. And we did hear from one listener. So we've got a little bit of uh, input from him. So uh, we'll, we'll kick it off with miscellaneous trivia. I was flabbergasted. I don't know if you guys were that Matt Smith brought the bow tie. Did y'all catch that? I did not get that until when we were watching over the. That was so amazing. uh, The fact that, uh, and I've heard of this before where an actor will like show up in a certain costume and it's like, Wow, that huh, that made the that. character. Yeah. yeah. Or like a, a, a certain actor's audition will mm-hmm. help define a character. They're like, yeah, we weren't going to take it that direction. But what, when you did that, that was awesome. Mm-hmm. So he um, and now the funny thing is, I heard the story two ways. I don't know if you all picked up on that. Um, I don't remember where I heard these two different stories because I don't think they were both in the farewell to Matt Smith special. But one of them was Matt Smith saying he showed up to the audition in a tweed jacket and bow tie. And they were like, ah. Uh, I don't know about that. And mm. then it kind of like drew stuck. on him. Yeah. But, but then another version of the story was that he kept asking about it. He kept suggesting a bow tie hmm. and eventually it took. So I don't know how, how exactly it went down, but, but both versions of the story, it's Matt Smith brought the bow tie uh, to the show, which I think is amazing. That's, that's because it, especially because the show embraced it and it became a thing. So yeah. much so that it got its own farewell moment in the <laughs> in the regeneration episode, which we're gonna. By the way, by the way, uh, hold off on regeneration talk because that's our can we talk about segment at the bottom. Okay, so right. anything related to that, let, we'll hold off on it. Um, oh, I know what it was. Okay, yeah, there you go. It was in the the special, the next Doctor, where they introduced Peter Capaldi. That's where he said mm-hmm. uh, he wore the the jacket and the bow tie in farewell to Matt Smith. I don't remember if it was him or Stephen Moffat told the other story. So that mm. that's that's where the discrepancy was. So confusion for sure. Absolutely, yeah. Guys, Noobs in the Hoobing is brought to you by R5 Website Management. Are you looking to build yourself a website? We can help out. We can help out in a couple of ways. If you're a do-it-yourselfer, uh, you can come on and get one of our WordPress hosting plans. If you're uh, a WordPress-savvy individual, you can do that. And we've got some fantastic plans that are all-inclusive, include backups and SSL and all that great stuff. We also have a website builder that is not WordPress. It is more of a drag and drop, uh, you know, user friendly type of thing that will get you started. We also do domain registration services. We have security, all kinds of things like that. So whatever it is that you're looking for, for a website, we've got it. And if you are not a do it yourselfer and you need someone to build your website for you, uh, that's where we can really shine and we can actually uh, meet with you, 
figure out what you want to do and build that sucker from the ground up. All you got to do is just point us in the right direction. You yeah. don't have to do, do know any of the tech stuff and we can handle it for you. So as always, guys, head over to store.r5websitemanagement.com. Use the code Noobs. at checkout for 15% off of your entire order. All right, so we're going to jump into the checklist. Um, I just had a quick note to start off. Name of the episode spoken in dialogue. I, as I was uh, reading through the checklist, the only thing that I thought of here, rather than, you know, like, what's your favorite moment where they said the, the name of the episode? Actually, I take that back. You know what my favorite name of the episode spoken in dialogue was? Dinosaurs on a spaceship. Dinosaurs. On, on a, a spaceship. spaceship. They said it like seven times. Yeah, and yeah. when Matt Smith said it the first time was the best. Um, yeah. But great. the note that I had here was that um, Matt Smith cemented his place as the 11th doctor because he was the first one to be specifically called by his number on screen. So that's like mm-hmm. that's like a, a, a specific thing to Matt Smith mm-hmm. is that up until now, there's been this wishy washy like we've been calling him the Eccleston the ninth. We've been calling Tenet the 10th. The it's been official in like print and stuff, uh, promotional stuff. But Smith was the first one on screen, like in universe, to be called the Eleventh Doctor. Even and then, though he's, yeah. And then we went and obliterated that like the next yeah. season. Yeah. But whatever. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so that brings us into creature of the week. What do you guys? What What do you guys want to bring up for creature of the week? I mean. I think it's obvious. I think there's a dumb factor the here. <laughs> by far the best creatures. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I mean, Trip, what do you, what do you got there in your notes? Like, I love the fact that you don't know whether like they could totally be an actual thing. Like they could be sitting right next to me right now. They they are the epitome of the thing in Doctor Who that might be real. Yeah. Like yeah. we've already talked like the Vashta Narada. Like, oh, yeah. uh, maybe that's why we're all afraid of the dark. You know, like oh, whenever nice. they do that stuff, like yeah. you ever think you see something out of the corner of your eye? It's Time Beetle. You know, like, yeah. Time Beetle or Weeping Angel. Exactly. All that kind of stuff. And yes, the silence are the epitome of that yes. because we could never prove it. Yeah. We would never be able to prove it. You Unless you're staring at it as you're, you're writing down, but then the words will eventually fade away. That's right. Wait, yeah. that's how you can prove that it doesn't exist though. Because eventually they would... Does that mean in some episodes they did they appeared? You're breaking your brain right now. <laughs> that means in some episodes they appeared in, they're not actually in anymore because it because it erases it as time goes on. Uh, when you yeah, when you go like back and watch that season ep- now, there's there's a whole storyline missing for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> Why is this episode so much shorter? I don't yeah. understand. Uh, so mine were the Weeping Angels. I mean, we can't yeah. not talk about the Weeping Angels because as amazing as the episode Blink was what they ended up doing with the weep. I mean, like the weeping angels are central to 11 because mm-hmm. they are central to Rory and Amy. Yeah. And so, Sad. um, we, did we get them? Did we get them three times or just two? Did we get, it was the one with the baby angels and then the one where with the old angels and then the one. Okay. So there was the one that crashed at the Byzantium, which was a river Amy episode. Rory yeah. wasn't in that one. Yeah. And then there was the one the angels take Manhattan Yeah, where that's where you had the baby cherub versions and everything. Yeah. Was that the only two? I well, we had the one remember. this past, the last episode, uh, Clara like got caught and like all the angels were coming out of the snow and stuff. And Oh yeah. Yeah. So we had that. Um, okay. Yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah, that wasn't a weeping angels episode. 
Yeah, yeah, but that they were was, in the episode. Yeah, it's that was the time of the Doctor off. you're talking about, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because we also had the Santarans and we also had the Daleks, yeah. but it wasn't an episode. It wasn't a Santaran episode. Yeah, but I just what had saying. them in it. Yeah, yeah. So um, I, I, I just again, we've we've already talked about the Weeping Angels at length, so oh, they're yeah. awesome. Um, I also had an honorable mention to Grandpa slash the Mummy slash. <laughs> Actually, he's just the alarm clock for the real bad guy in Rings of Akaten. Uh, um, I the so the mummy guy. We were like smashing into the glass. And yeah, do y'all remember my? Do y'all remember the thing that I hated about him the most? His um, stark white teeth. His pearly oh, yeah. white teeth poking out of his just mm. horribly decaying body. I love that. I hated it, but that's why I loved it. Um, <laughs> um, like I hated how disturbing that was, which is why I love it. It's um, like. He brushes uh, sure. his teeth on the regular, but he's like this old nasty <laughs> monster that's like thousands of years old. That's right. So. It must mean that they're like all crowns. Like they're all porcelain. Yeah. None of yeah. those are his real teeth. <laughs> it's all just no way. Yeah, that's right. Um, and, and so speaking of that, then the actual old god that was like the sun with a face, that was that was pretty cool. Yeah. That was one, that was a cool twist in the episode. And then two, that it was also a really cool baddie of the week so or creature of the week whatnot so uh so bow ties are cool um let's see i okay so i already mentioned about how matt smith brought in the bow tie um i love he also mentioned that the bow tie charged him and i'm sorry stephen moffat mentioned that the bow tie seemed to charge up matt smith the same way it does to the doctor like you remember how Mm -hmm. like the doctor would like you know straighten the tie and then you knew like he was about to break bad um, Moffat mentioned how when they were trying out different costumes on him and everything, when they put the bow tie on him, he, really, he started like bouncing around the set oh, yeah. and it like really kind of lit him up and everything. I love the fact that the bow tie had the same effect on the actor that it did on the doctor. Yeah. Like, I love it. He just really wanted to wear a bow tie and finally <laughs> he had the excuse to. <laughs> and they, they, I love how they were talking about like the hipster renaissance of the bow tie has got to be attributed to matt smith oh, and yeah. I, think that's, I think that's great trip what did you have here i just love it it's like my favorite thing it's just i love that he chose it and i love that it's just like it now a yeah it became yeah. a character trait now. yeah it is very fitting i just love to it the doctor to wear something just absolutely bizarre. alien yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um i i love that um <clears throat> i was just listening to another doctor who podcast and they were covering the snowmen and mm-hmm. i was reminded about how in the beginning of that episode he was not wearing oh, yeah. the bow tie and right. he didn't he, notice that he put it on at a certain part in the episode. Do y'all remember that? He, yeah. He looked like, at the mirror and was like, oh, I put it on. Yeah. And then Clara standing over his shoulder going, it's cooler. And he's like, yeah, it is cool, isn't it? And she meant the temperature had dropped in the room yeah. because the evil snow monsters were coming. And he's like, yeah, it is cool, isn't it? Bow ties are cool. Like Bow looking at himself epic. in the mirror. Yeah. Jazzed. Um, <clears throat> I, I would be remiss if I did not make a good place connection here. Um, because, uh, the, there's a character named Michael, um, Trip has, Trip hasn't seen the show yeah. with us yet. So I'm, so and, 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 and I, and, and I know a lot of people haven't. So let me say two things. I'm not going to spoil anything. And if you have not seen that show, pause <laughs> this podcast watch. and go watch the first episode of that show. Um, it's a fantastic show. And Ted Danson is one of the main characters. Um, he's a character named Michael and he's, uh, he's like a, a celestial creature, uh, type of thing in the, you know, obviously in the form of a man and he wears bow ties throughout the show <laughs> and they are in a similar way. It becomes this 
thing yeah. within the show. And um, I, I don't know that this, this has anything to do with it. I don't know if Matt Smith's bow tie had any impact on that <laughs> oh. at all. I really don't. Oh, that'd um, be funny. But they're in the same way that Matt Smith took off the bow tie and dramatically mm. dropped it and they filmed it at not quite slow-mo, yeah. but not full speed. Like, you know? and, yeah, and like I said, you heard it you know, hit the yeah. floor. Uh, and there was the sort of a metaphorical hit that's him laying down the character mm-hmm. um, and the, the uh, 11th Doctor laying down that incarnation. Yeah. There's a similar moment, Corbin, I don't know if you remember it, with uh, Michael and Tahani in the last season. Do you remember what I'm talking um, about? trying to okay i'll tell i'll remind you off air um but there's there's a similar passing of the baton moment uh featuring the bow tie so um uh, again go watch that stinking show um trip maybe when we rewatch it uh we're we're going to next year trip has been yeah we're going corbin and i this will be my third time through it yeah corbin's second time through it trip's first time through it and i just realized we now have to do that podcast Oh, no. <laughs> it's just now dawning on me, <laughs> except that would mean we can only watch one episode of it a week. And that's normally not how we do shows. Oh, <laughs> we yeah. we yeah. watch it every single night of the week and watch four seasons in like a month and a half. But anyways, <laughs> uh, anything else about bow ties? Mm, no, I mean, again, I think it was a good choice for fantastic oh, doctor, yeah. but yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so hats. Now, speaking of the Dickensian, uh, top hat and long tie. I put that as my favorite uh, mm. or one of my honorable mentions for the hats. When he's got the Sonic cane or whatever. Oh, he did. I forgot all about the Sonic cane. Yeah. Yeah. Sonic cane. Yeah. Um, he had that. Um, I like that top hat even better than his tuxedo top hat. Y'all oh, remember, yeah. y'all remember yeah. that episode? Mm-hmm. Uh, let's kill Hitler. Uh, I think he let's flips it Hitler. around and puts it on. And he was like, Ooh. I think that's the one with the Sonic cane. Is That's it? where the Sonic Kane was. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There wasn't a Sonic Kane in The Snowman, I don't think. No, but no. At, yeah, but at any rate, that was like a shiny uh, top yeah. hat to go with his tuxedo. And this one was like Scrooge type of top <laughs> hat, you know? Um, and, and I thought that was, um, that was that was one of my favorites. That and it made the cover art for the Christmas specials. So, <laughs> so Trip, what's your... Uh, oh, Trip's, yeah, Trip stole the obvious one. Fezzes mm-hmm. are indeed... Cool. That's correct. Yeah. Um, I thought it was funny. Stephen Moffat uh, talks about how the Fez uh, has really done well for itself <laughs> and like Comic Con and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. And he said, that is like the thing to go to. That is the go to costume for the 11th Doctor. Nothing says 11th Doctor more mm-hmm. than a tweed jacket, Fez hat, yeah. and a mop, preferably. Mm-hmm. And that that look for him. Uh, Stephen Moffat says, I think he wore that hat on screen for maybe eight minutes. Yeah. You know, and he that counts, like, that counts all the times you see it too. Yeah, he wore it, it like five episodes or so. I, no, I don't think so. Yeah. I think it's two. Like two or three. It was really? not a lot. I think it's the, the one, the where one episode where he's mop or whatever. Yeah. I, it's that episode. And then it's the one where he shatters the glass and puts it on. Yeah. Well, yes. That was, episode. that was the day of the doctor. Didn't he wear it yeah. when he was rebooting the universe as well, though? Um, like when they were in the parallel universe? I think he had it you might be for right. a small part. You might be right. So Pandora opens. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. That was so, one. So that's the thing is it's at max three. Let's say, let's go ahead and say four in case we're forgetting one that somebody is shouting into their iPod right now. But it's really not that long. Yeah. I thought I literally when I was first watching this because I was familiar with that as a cosplay. 
But I was like, why? Because he doesn't like wear a fez. Every single episode. Well, that's the thing. When he got into that episode, when he said the line, I wear a fez now, fezes are cool. You thought I that thought, was a thing now. I thought this is what he looks like for the rest of this incarnation. And then it got and tossed off and blown up. immediately ripped it off his head and threw it in the air and then River shot it. it. Yeah, shot it and exploded it. And I love Matt Smith talked about how uh, anything he gets too attached to, oh, yeah. Stephen Moffat explodes or burns <laughs> or whatever. So That's just his sense of humor. I, yeah, I also thought it was funny that we, we picked up on the hat thing and Matt Smith mentioned that he just loves clothes. So he was... <laughs> He was always asking for something like that, like the glasses, the hats, all that kind of stuff. Aww, so, Corbin, hey. speaking of, what was what was your favorite hat? Uh, the Stetson. And oh, it, yes. Again, Stetson's getting shot. Stetson's cool. That's really <laughs> awesome. Yeah, shot with a revolver instead of getting eviscerated immediately. And, and again, I love that, you know, as soon as he delivers the line, Stetsons are cool, that thing goes whipping <laughs> off his head. And I mean, when, when, when they showed that scene in the farewell episode – I was watching and I think the actors were startled by that. Like all three of them, like Amy, Rory and the doctor, all three looked like <laughs> it didn't look like they were acting. It was amazing. So uh, let's see. Uh, coming down to Geronimo, uh, just a couple of notes here. So we had a running count of 16 Geronimos and we got two in the last oh, episode. Yeah. And if y'all remember, didn't we, what was what was the Alonzi count? Didn't we get like four in yeah. the last episode yeah. or something like that? that? Was a lot. Um, and we got an Alonzi in that in episode, 50th. the day of the doctor. Um, but, huh? In the 50th, we got. Yeah, that's the day of the doctor. Yeah. yeah. We got an Alonzi and we got two, uh, two Geronimos. I guess we didn't get one though in the, in the Christmas special. Is that right? Or did we? Uh, Maybe that's where we I got number remember. 16. I don't remember. A Geronimo? Uh, Probably. Oh, yes. We talked about that because remember the, the Wakia said that he said it when he was playing with the kids. Oh, yeah. And we didn't hear it. Yeah. So we counted yeah. it as number 16. So I, numbers 14 and 15 were in the day of the doctor. So yeah. um, we also had four Jamie Dodger sightings. And again, that came up in the Matt Smith special that um, he loved that, you know, like the like the fourth doctor had his. Um, oh, crap. What are those things called? Uh, we we would call them. Oh, jelly babies. Oh, yeah. um, the, oh, yeah. You know, he had the jelly babies, you know, and, and uh, uh, Fifth Doctor had the, the, you know, the celery that he wore um, and yes. he got jammy Dodgers. I thought that was great. I don't think, though, if, if, if memory serves, I don't think we're done with the jammy Dodgers. <laughs> I think we see more of that in 12 as well. I, I, unless I'm unless I'm thinking of something incorrectly here. I don't Still know. love he pulls it out. This is a bomb. That's so great. <laughs> Greatest bluff ever. Remote detonate the TARDIS. Why can you do that? <laughs> of course. With something that looks suspiciously crumbly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Don't look at it too much. <laughs> or yeah. Whatever. yeah, don't get close. No scans. None, none yeah. of that. Yeah, yeah. We won't stand for that. So stuff the doctor loves. Um, I didn't I didn't have anything here. Uh, but Corbin, what did you have? <laughs> he loves toggles. <laughs> Not a good toggle. Good noun, great bird. <laughs> That's right. Even better verb. And uh, Trip, what do you what do you have here? River. Aww, <laughs> sad doctor. He, holy cow, man! Uh, again, in the Matt Smith special, I don't remember who who he said hates it. Endings. Huh? Oh no, no I'm, I, I was talking about how somebody mentioned that uh, the doctor just sort of falls apart around River. Like it's oh, obvious yeah. he likes her too, and oh, we've yeah. we've dealt with we've dealt with some of the weirdness with uh, some of the companions, you know, like there was always sort of a romantic tension with Rose yeah. and it was like, 
kind of there with Eccleston, but really there with Tennant. And uh, so much so that they just went ahead and made the fan fiction into reality by spinning off a fake, you know, David Tennant doctor and, <laughs> and sending him off into another universe with her. Oh, um, yeah. So that a, an untold number of fanfic books could be written about their adventures together. Um, <laughs> and, but, um, there were some moments like that with uh, Amy early on. Yeah. And then thankfully we got rid of all that. And the hmm. doctor never like, especially 11 never reciprocated any of that. He was like, what's wrong with you? You're getting married in the morning, all oh, this yeah. kind of stuff. But man, when it comes to river, Oh my gosh. Yeah. Like he's fixing his tie in the mirror. He's checking his hair. He's mm. doing his eyebrows. Um, they just flirt so heavily. I love it. I love it. Love it. Love it. We sent a psycho to kill you. Totally married her. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, totally yeah. married her. Yeah, that was, that was a great line. <laughs> what a bit, what what a better uh, comeback. You know, you sent someone to assassinate me. I married her. <laughs> Come at me. Fight me. That is so the dog. So on into our jiggery pokery. Then we'll start off with the Sonic. Corbin, you want to kick us off? Um, I, I loved the scene. Is of course going to us talking about stuff that happened super recently because <laughs> that's all I remember. <laughs> But I just loved Eleven and Ten, like trying to one up each other with the Sonics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like the Eleven glasses. Flicks it out, and, and Ten's like, oh, and Smith's like, Smith's face, man, when he yeah. flicked it open like that, he's like, Meh, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then it Tenet, Tenet slid up his, like that was great. <laughs> uh, super impressive, Tenet. Oh yeah, that's right. Because you can slide. <laughs> yeah, and we'll have to throw in an honorable mention for, as I mentioned on that episode, the incredible level of detail that they went to for making the War Doctor's Sonic even though it was on screen oh, yeah. for like 90 seconds. Like it yeah. was amazing. So uh, I think it was in two scenes because he pulled it, it out was. in that yeah. scene yeah. and yeah. then they did it when they were like. It was around, it was around a, a good bit for the single episode that it was in. But yeah. again, it was a single episode. Um, I like that Eleven's Sonic shot up out of the control console in 11th hour. So remember, cool. uh-huh. remember uh, the reason he got a new one was because his got <laughs> fried at the beginning of the episode. And so when he finally gets back into the TARDIS, uh, it just kind of goes zoop and like it's comes like, out of a lovely. hole in the console. Yeah. Oh, new one. Lovely. And just, and I'm like, the first time I saw that, I was like, oh, because it looks so different. It oh, is yeah. so incredibly different. It's got like the weird things around. Yeah. Like the things that look like it's clipping something on to the. Yeah. It looks like it's holding a jewel in place or something. Yeah. And, then they, crystal. and then they open and it's like, what? You know? Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. And then um, you can shoot out the gym. Exactly. Um, and, and I do like the idea that, um, I mean, eventually you kind of like, you're going to run out of colors, but, uh, but nine and 10 had a blue one and then 11 had a green one. And then, uh, uh, I think we go back to a blue with 12. Um, and then it's yellow for 13. Like it's all orange. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's kind of amber. It's it yeah, it, but it, like in between in the some cracks light, and stuff is kind of orange stuff. In the handle, you mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. Because so, of the way she made it. That's 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 two whole doctors away. So let's let's get back. It, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see, Trip. What did what was your uh, notes? on I think the it's funny. Um, I don't know what episode or how it came up, but like it has dampers. I don't I don't really know what that means, right, yeah. but it has yeah. dampers. That was a River Song thing, wasn't it? I I, I don't know. <laughs> It's like use the dampers or the red settings or whatever it was. I don't remember what it was, but it was something to do with the Sonic and it was weird. I'm pretty <laughs> sure it was dampers, but I don't remember. Yeah, I enjoy I enjoy when they just make stuff up. You know, yeah. I, I love um, 
the war doctor saying, you know, why are you pointing them that way? They're not weapons. They're scientific <laughs> instruments. And then later on having him echo river and say, what are you going to do? Assemble a cabinet at them? You know, like, it's a screwdriver. Uh, so uh, how about the TARDIS? Corbin, what do you, what do you think? What do you think? <laughs> I love that it stores control rooms that haven't existed you yet. You can't. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's, um, I, I love that. And then we kind of talked about how we played with that a little bit in the day of the doctor where we like, yeah, what was, Oh gosh, what was it? The, uh, the, the friction contra fibrillators or yeah. <laughs> whatever it was where they slid through the different control rooms. Or uh, trip. What about you? Uh, I mean, TARDIS? at the beginning, um, like when we figure out that he can snap to open it, I thought that was kind of dumb at the beginning. When Tenet but, first did that? I think it's a cool thing, though, but, like, it seems like just such a random thing. Yeah. It's like, why can he do that? To me, it's it's another level of, you know, that the, the, the TARDIS is alive. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Because yeah. it makes no, no sense, no sense that a snap opens it up, unless you take into account the fact that the TARDIS is a living thing looking and going, oh, that's the doctor. He's snapping. That means I should open the door. You know, um, I'm, I agree with you. I thought it was dumb at, at uh, Library of the Dead or whatever. But when Silence in the library. Um, I, think. I don't remember. Silence Some, in the library. I think it was Silence Forest in the of the Dead. I always get that. Forest of the Dead yeah. and Silence It was in the, the second episode when he when he yeah. snapped um, Forest of the Dead. Because it was at the very end. Should have been called Dead Forest. Anyways, uh, <laughs> I, yeah, I love when he he kind of does it as a showing off kind of thing now. Um, Eleven did. And I can't remember, was it Clara? Somebody like walked up to the TARDIS and it's like, what is this? And he's like, it's my spaceship. And the door opens up yeah. and it's like, how cool am I? You know? Like, yeah, I thought that was, that was well done. I love how much we explored the TARDIS with Eleven. First of all, so think about our time with nine and 10. We never left the console room. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It was it. Basically. Apparently in New Who in Classic Who, that was rare as well. Mm-hmm. To to leave, you know, go further into the TARDIS. And we'd had hints that there was other stuff going on. Well, I take that back. I think there was one time where uh David Tennant went into a changing room. Like yeah. a room like a closet, essentially, with like mm-hmm. a bunch of costumes. And in we've it. talked about how um um Rory and Amy had a bedroom with bunk beds or whatever. Okay, yeah. But that was still in so, this. So, what? yeah, 11, we find out that the companions got their own room. And unfortunately, the doctor got to decide what furniture was in that room. Um, we have... It's a bed with a ladder. With a ladder. Um, <laughs> we, so, first of all, he slash we got to meet the TARDIS, right? So, we have, mm-hmm. you know, the whole thing with Idris and meeting the TARDIS you know, as a person, you know, that was, that was amazing, right? Exploring all that, all of the, you know, decades worth of, of inside jokes that came out in that episode were amazing. We got to see what it was like to have the TARDIS controlled by an evil mind in that same episode when house took over the TARDIS. Um, we got to see the TARDIS, uh, being controlled by house messing with the companions and like, you know, using, it's wibbly wobbly, timey wimey, spacey waciness against the companions. Mm-hmm. Um, we saw that again when it was the actual TARDIS. Um, when uh, you know, like the Doctor and Clara uh, came to the snarl. You know that 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 uh, uh, 
canyon that they had to jump over or whatever, you yeah. know, just random things like that. Yeah. Um, speaking of, we got to, you know, we got to journey to the center of the TARDIS. Uh, we yeah. got to uh, see multiple control rooms. Not only do we get to see multiple control rooms, we got to see uh, Eleven Alternate. got multiple control rooms. Oh, yeah. 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 You know, actually, now that I'm thinking about it, kind of three. Because he had two in his TARDIS and then he built one. Remember? Yeah, true. yeah, and then flew it. Yeah, flew it through through the time vortex with like no shielding around him or whatever. Um, so I, they just they really dug into the TARDIS uh, during Eleven's time, and I just I yeah. loved all of it. Uh, the psychic paper. I thought that the um, the psychic paper was a great reminder that sometimes the Doctor is a total con man. Like he was totally <laughs> making it up. What was it? What was the line in, in, in the Christmas special where he's like, uh, he doesn't have a plan. He was like, or what's the, what's the plan? He's like, uh, you know, talk fast, hope something good happens and take the credit. Yeah. <laughs> you know, oh, yeah. Like, sometimes that's what the doctor is doing. Sometimes he, he does have a brilliant plan and other times he's just riding the wave of whatever is happening. And this, the psychic work very well for him. Huh? It seems to work. It very works well incredibly well. And the psychic paper is okay. kind of a physical embodiment of that because yeah. he never knows what that thing is going to do. Yeah. Right. So, um, you know, he, I was thinking about the, the rebel flash and the almost people that episode, he flashed the psychic paper and she's, what did she think? He was from some like health and safety type oh, of yeah. type of organization or something, some sort of governing body. He went with it. And then he made this statement of like, show me the thing or show me the stuff or show me the room or whatever it was. And she goes, what thing? And he goes, you know, which thing it's like, and then I don't uh, remember. Got him. Yeah. I don't remember if he explicitly said to Amy in that episode or if we just, if it's just pretty obvious, but he's like totally making it up as he goes along, you know, like tell somebody, show me the thing and they're going to take you to the thing that they don't want to show you because you're in, authority position or whatever yeah. and so like he didn't know what he was there for <laughs> but he's like take me to the thing you know so trip what about you you had something here i just love like you were saying he just walks into situations and lets the psychic paper do the talking and then takes all the credit for it basically yeah and there's times where later on in the episode it'll come back up yeah that um like like, uh, like the hungry oh, earth yes, i am they're like, you're not from the department of whatever, you know, oh, geological yeah. survey or whatever. <laughs> it's like, oh, uh, yeah, well, you know, about that. Um, I love it when that would just sort of pop up later on. So, yeah. Um, random jiggery pokery. We, nobody wrote anything down that has anything come up. No, I mean, not really. Okay. I'm Mo sure there was some Moving stuff, right along then. But. Yeah. All right. So uh, how about uh, the question slash Doctor Who? Um, my favorite... <laughs> Uh, well, I have a couple, my, 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 they're, they're, I, I like them both for different reasons. The funniest one to me was when Clara, when she was the Duchess or the Countess, that's what it was. Not the, not the Duchess, uh, the <laughs> Countess, uh, Clara, that version of her, uh, pokes her head through the roof of the, of the cab and says the doctor, doctor who, and she's like upside down when she says the line to me, that's one of the funniest ones. And then one of the, just the, the oddest ones. And it's an interesting twist on that season's story arc was Dorium doing it at the end. Doctor yeah. who? Headless Doctor Dorium who? Yes. yelling Head at him. Headless Dorium. Pretty funny. Yeah. Uh, what about you guys? I mean, I, I like the Dorium one too. Oh, right? yeah. Okay. That one was kind of funny. Good I stuff. like it when he erased 
himself from the Daleks or whatever. Yeah. And he walks into the room and he's like, I'm the doctor. And they all are just screaming it at him and stuff. And he's um, one correction there. Uh, Clara erased him. Yeah. 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 That way. But yes. But yes. Absolutely. He could get out without the Daleks trying to. Yeah, so th- so they all say it, and and I'm 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 thinking that that's the first time that the Daleks ever said it. Probably, um, I don't think they said it in that in that first episode that we watched, mm-hmm. uh, the, the like the second story uh, from '63. Um, okay, now here's one that it's not on the checklist, but I as I was thinking through, I was like, you know, the the Doctor, excuse me, the Eleventh Doctor has had so many flipping duplicates <laughs> of himself. Yeah, <laughs> that. It almost deserves its own place here. And I think I even oh, joked yeah. about putting that on the checklist one time of like alternate versions of the doctor. Um, so uh, let's just throw them out there and then I'll list off all the ones that I could think of um, at, at the end there. So Corbin, what about you? I love the war doctor, 10th and 11th doctor, all just like fighting with each other and making quips. It's not like exactly what you're talking about, but I still thought yeah. that was really funny. Definitely worth mentioning though, because that was hilarious. I enjoyed that so much. I love... I love 10 and 11 being absolutely in love with each other. And then the war doctor. Yeah, and then the war doctor being and like, and what is with your children? Them. What are yeah. y'all doing? I love it, man. It's a granddad. You know, all, all of that interaction <laughs> was, was uh, hilarious. I'm still oh sad that we goodness. didn't get a snap from 10 and 11 with the glasses. Yeah. Oh, well. oh lovely. <laughs> um, I think my favorite duplicate was the ganger doctor, the, the, the flesh. Yeah. <laughs> um, love that. To me, that was almost that's the the scene where the two of them were are just like popping up and down and stuff and like talking. That and then right before that, where the, it's just the two of them standing side by side talking to each other, and uh, it ends with them doing this little scoopadoo kind of dancing off the stage, you know, move that they do in sync with each other. Um, it it seemed like a prequel to or a prelude to what Corbin was just talking about with 10 and 11, because in the same way that 10 and 11 interacted and just loved being similar, 10 and ganger 10, I'm sorry, 11 and ganger 11 were in love with being exactly the same. (laughs) They, you know, like, Oh, it's just so wonderful to hear me say it. You know, (laughs) all those kinds of, Oh, you just got the idea or whatever. (laughs) It's like one guy's like, are we thinking the same thing? Yes. You just got Uh, it. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Um, so I think, yeah, the, the ganger doctor was mm-hmm. my favorite uh, duplicate trip. What about you? Um, I like the Tesselecta. I think that was a good idea. And that was a good twist on how the doctor didn't actually die and stuff. That was and amazing. I, I, I love that. that. I know he a lot just, of people hate on it. I don't care. You're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> also, I loved. Email me at newsinthehoovian.com. <laughs> I just loved the idea of the Tesselect that it was cool. I just, I don't know I, what my, it was, but I just enjoyed it. My favorite, not that we're really talking about the Tesselecta specifically, but we yeah. kind of are. My favorite Tesselecta uh, tessellation was from Amy into River with the hair, with mm-hmm. River's big, <laughs> big, big hair sticking out that like extra little flippity doos had to like float out into empty space oh, to yeah. form her hair. I loved that. Loved every part of that. Um, oh, gosh, that was making me think of something else. Um, it's gone. Oh, I don't know what it was now. It's a cool <laughs> story, bro. Yeah. Uh, so other duplicates that we had. So we had the Tesselecto. We had the Ganger Doctor. We had the Dream Lord. 
Now, okay, now I was specifically thinking of the number of times that Matt Smith played the doctor as well as someone else. But we also had the Dream Lord, who was uh, was not played by Matt Smith, but was a a manifestation of you know of of the doctor's whatever psyche or whatever in the in the dream world. I thought that was fascinating. Yeah, to have that. And then I think uh, if the Ganger Doctor is my favorite, my my second place close behind that would be the Siberium. So remember the Doctor with like the the Borg implants on his face, basically. Yeah. I loved that. Um, I love, first of all, th- just that look. I think Matt Smith should always wear that. Um, but secondly, I love the I love them fighting with each other. Um, that was just that was a, a, a fun little bit there. All right. So how about the Termy Wormies? These uh, happen so often with Eleven that we decided to put them on the checklist. Um, my favorite was Spacey Wacy. That one almost became as prevalent as Timey Wimey. I think we used yeah. Spacey Wacy like three or four times. But my favorite one was the first time we hear it is the doctor. He's trying to explain something or no, 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 I'm sorry. He's not even trying to explain it. Amy is trying to ask him a question about something uh, that he's like repairing in the TARDIS and he's trying to answer her question, but he's also annoyed that she's asking and he's failing at explaining it. And she goes, is it spacey Wacy?" And he goes, yes, it's spacey Wacy." <laughs> and that kind of became shorthand for, you know, just like we hand wave away, time travel stuff by saying, ah, oh, it's all wibbly wobbly, timey wimey. If you can't explain the technology, it's just, it's spacey wacy. Yeah. Just, I love I that. Think, I think, um, Amy used that when like a kid was asking about the TARDIS. Yes. Like spacey wacy, yes. boxy. Clara, Clara oh, did. Clara. Yeah. yeah. It was, um, it was queen. What's her name? Uh, Mary from, yeah. uh, the rings of Akaten. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. She did. Didn't she? Yeah. She called it spacey wacy. Yeah. Very cool. She was like, it's timey, spacey, wacy, nonsense, timey yeah. stuff. <laughs> yeah, come on inside. <laughs> Corbin, what about you? Oh, I love no takesy backsies. <laughs> just because, so holy dumb. crap. What the heck? I just said take backs. It, it takesy backsies. Kind of rhymes, no, but takesy, no. takesy backsies. Takesy backsies. Duh. Makes it more sing-songy. Takesy backsies. Yeah. All right, how about, uh, how about just characters? So we're, we're going to discuss... The main characters below, so we, we don't want to get into that. You know, the Doctor, the Companions, uh, River. We're not. We're, we're going to talk about them on their own, uh, but just random other people that appeared. Anybody? Anybody? Strax, obviously. Obviously, oh, yes. Strax was fantastic and amazing. We could take trenches and fill them with acid. <laughs> yeah. Me and the boys now constantly go acid. <laughs> Just like, and, uh, what do we need from the grocery store? We need like right. lemons, milk, strawberries, and, and don't forget acid. acid. <laughs> yes, we could, we could, we could get a box and fill it with acid. Uh, we were saying that in the pool the other day. I can't even remember what that was all about, but you just randomly did that. And I, one, we always do the the, the fist clinch. Oh yeah. And now we we've started to. doing the three fingered fist clinch. So do like a Spock hand because that's what Strax's hand looks like. Just three. Big giant fat fingers, and then acid. Um, I I look forward to because, like I said, I, I forgot this, but we're not done with Strax. We're not done with the Patternister gang. Uh, so, uh, speaking of trip, what was yours? I love Jenny <sighs> and how like she just takes off her dress and just like beats up people with her. Yeah. I love that she was always stuff. wearing tactical gear. Oh yeah, her, yeah, her Victorian gown. Why wouldn't you be? I mean, isn't everyone really? <laughs> um, <laughs> no, great. but. Isn't everyone? 
so here's your random uh movie that we're not actually talking about reference for the week i saw a clip now i still haven't seen any of the john wick movies i know i'm sorry um but i saw a clip i saw a clip of him like i guess he's gearing up i think it's i think it's part three he's like gearing up and one of the things he's doing he's like he's going and he's like getting all the guns that he needs he's getting the plans for the base that he's infiltrating and all this kind of stuff and then he's getting a suit made and <clears throat> this guy's like, oh, is it for evening or, or a night, nighttime event or whatever? And he's like, I need one for both. And then he says, uh, what kind of cut? Italian. How many buttons? Two. Uh, what about this? What about that? You know, like fabric and cuff and length and blah, blah, blah. And then he goes, uh, lining. And he says, tactical. <laughs> <laughs> Everything is suit lingo until you get to the lining of the jacket. Tactical. Whoa. And it's in, in Keanu Reeves, you know, just voice um <clears throat> everything for strax is tactical everything yeah. everything uh so one that i wanted to bring up was canton delaware um i could not remember his name i was like what was it like john uh, massachusetts what was it <laughs> canton delaware uh if you'll recall was uh he was the guy that we first see as an old man Who in the impossible gives astronaut gasoline. gives him the gasoline for the funeral pyre and then the next time we see him he's a young man and that that character to me was fascinating. I love how he rolls with the punches. You know, like he mm-hmm. kind of gets sucked into the whole thing. Because if you remember, the TARDIS is just in the Oval Office <laughs> when he and, and, you know, and then so he goes on into it. And and I love that he's like, uh, he like calls out the Secret Service guy. He's like, yeah. this guy and two of his friends brought a big blue box right into your office, and that's the man he walked past. You know, <laughs> it's like burn. You know. And it just kind of puts himself into this position and then is totally on the doctor's side, even when it's looks like he's hunting down the doctor and his companions <laughs> and got him in, you know, in a perfect prison and, and all these kinds of things. Um, he rolls with when he when he walks into that TARDIS, he does a brief moment of what is happening. And then when he gets out of it, he's like, we've moved. How could we have moved? And then there, like a few scenes later, I think the doctor and Canton meet back up and he says, basically like, how are you holding up there, Canton? And he goes, I like your wheels. You know, like I like, I like your spaceship basically, you know, like, uh, you know, he's like a couple of moments of what is happening to me followed by I'm in, I'm on board. Let's do this. thing." Great character. Um, let's see. Well, we have other stuff we noticed, but there's nothing written there. Anything, anything else anybody wants to throw in before we get into the main characters? No, not mm-hmm. really. I don't think so. So who's who? Um, okay, so we're going to go through Amy, Rory, Clara, and then Eleven. All right? Yeah. Um, I didn't put River in here. So if we want to, do we want to, I mean, we got to, we got to, right? We got to yeah. talk about River. Yeah. Like, we had the season of River. Here. So <laughs> let me, let me drop her right in here uh, before Clara. <clears throat> Excuse me. Because she's better. No. Because well, well, okay. she came first. <laughs> okay, <why>. how about <laughs> All right, so, uh, yeah, well, in that case, she needs to go before Amy and Rory yeah. because she came before them. But, uh, she's let's still better. I, I don't know, speaking of Amy, I don't know which kills me dead worse. Oh, no. Raggedy Man, Goodbye. Very or sad. I Don't Want to Go. Also Both of sad. those. Both of those. Every I can't, I can't, I can't see that. I can't see a gif of either one of those pop up on my Facebook without having to like go grab a tissue. I'm just like, I'm done. Um, and when it, when that happened on the Matt Smith special, I was like, we haven't even watching that episode. Why? <laughs> Cause I, like, I don't want to go. Ah! <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Sad. Yeah. Um, 
Amy is amazing. We were talking about it when we were watching the special. She was with the doctor for a really long time. Yeah. If she and Rory had gone seven more episodes, they would have done the entirety of Matt Smith's incarnation. Yeah. The whole thing. And I, I almost wish they had like you would have, what you would have had to do is take the five episodes that were season 701 and make those the last episodes leading up to the day of the doctor. It's kind of what you would have to do basically. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Would y'all have rather have seen Amy and Rory with, uh, with the other doctors or leave it as Clara? Cause that was, I thought that was interesting because I guess you kind of had to have Clara because she was the one who knew all the faces except for that one. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. But also like had Amy and Rory been there, that episode would have been even more chaotic than it already was. So. Yeah. Rory would have had to have died a couple of times, you know, like yeah. kind of stuff. So, um, trip, what, what is, what does your note say? <laughs> Under Amy? Too soon. What? What is too what soon? Too I soon. Just talking care. about Amy? Yes. Okay. She died too soon. You're still too raw. He <laughs> I died. I just. She didn't die. I can't talk about this. She got. She did to die with Rory. Everyone dies in this universe. <laughs> she didn't like you know get killed in front of the doctor. You she saw, went back and lived you a saw full the life. Gravestone though. I am. I am really, really glad that. Uh, yeah. So she's kind of in between, right? Like she. She. She didn't die a la Adric or somebody, you know, mm-hmm. some horribly tragic thing like that. Yeah. Um, she did, but but she also did like choose to leave like Martha did, like Rory didn't, but Amy actually chose to leave like Martha did, but then also died as a result of, you know, kind of. But, but yeah. I mean, in the same way, you could say. Life. Like, she lived her life. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And, and in the same way, you could say that, you know, uh, well, I was going to say all of his other companions have died, but actually probably not. Because yeah. if you'll, if you'll remember, uh, in the time of the doctor, when we, that opening scene, or maybe it was, no, it was the day of the doctor, Clara's teaching at the Cole house school. And that was the school that Susan Foreman attended. And there was a sign that said, I Chesterton, like board of directors or something like that. So Ian Chesterton, is still alive. He must be Did y'all pick very up on that? old by now. But. Yeah, but I mean, you know, people from the 60s, huh. you know, there's, there's some still alive today. And that's the thing huh. is uh, she's she's a companion that chose to leave the doctor and is definitively dead. <laughs> like in universe, she's yeah. dead. Yeah. She, she, she dead. We saw her gravestone like in present day. That's right. That's right. Uh, so how about Rory? I loved Rory. Rory was great. Yeah. Yeah. I did too. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm Would you care to elaborate? <laughs> <laughs> I just thought he was a funny character and like he was supposed to be the comic relief, I guess, but. And he definitely was. Yeah. He was funny. Was he the one that said, this is basically a separate dimension? Was that Rory? When he walked into the TARDIS? Yeah. Yeah. And he, he, uh, and he the doctor's like, the doctor most people fun. say it's bigger on the inside. I like it when they say that bit. <laughs> he's <laughs> like, like, I've been studying up on it. On all the quantum mechanics and whatnot. Yeah, he's like, I've already got all this figured out, man. Uh, I know what's what, happening. What's you're your deal? In, yeah. You're an alien and this is alternate dimension, duh. Yeah. Apparently, the fact that they kept killing Rory was just lost on the writers <laughs> until fans pointed it out. Really? Yeah, apparently, like, it wasn't a thing. It wasn't like... it, it wasn't, they weren't doing that on purpose? 
apparently, apparently it wasn't an intentional ongoing thing. And you got to remember that, you know, different writers write different episodes. It's not like The Office where you have like a writer's room turning out script after script. Yeah. <clears throat> you have different people coming in. You know, like Neil Gaiman comes in and does an episode, mm-hmm. you know. It's still bizarre because like barely any characters in Doctor Who like die and come back like in, well, <laughs> it's not necessarily the case, but no one's done it. <laughs> Even no one has done it times like Rory, as yeah. Rory has. So, so that's the thing is the reason they made a joke about it in the Angels Take Manhattan is because the fans were pointing it out. So much like we were doing on the podcast, yeah. that was happening in real time. And so that's why well, it's hard to miss for the most. Part. It is. He it dies is like so every often. other episode. Yeah. And so when you have that line where he's he's going to jump off the roof. And Amy's like, what, do you think you'll just come back? And he goes, when don't I? <laughs> like that line was was a reaction to the fans pointing that out, <laughs> essentially. So I, I love that little that little facet about Rory that one of his defining characteristics, the fact that he dies all the dang time, was like accidental. It was just like too many writers all deciding to up the stakes by killing off <laughs> one of the characters only to find out like, oh, you mean they did that last week too? I mean, My bad. Every it's single like person is done Seventh it. time this season. Yeah, yeah. What what was his death count? Does anybody remember? It was, like, it was a lot. It was more than the doctor. It was, yeah, it was more than the doctor. I think yeah. we, we figured oh, out that it? he it had was, died yeah, we more than those the stats. doctor. Yeah. And, he and he had lived, lived longer, longer than yeah, the doctor. Yeah. So he, yeah, wow, well, that's amazing. That's amazing. Uh, let's see. Um, Trip, uh, you had a note here about something. Uh, for the story arc, yeah. Oh yeah, I just the, love the Rory arc, as it were. Oh. Ha ha ha! Sorry, uh, sorry. I'll see myself. Uh, <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> so oh. what now? <laughs> um, I just like how like he was an auton and like like you said he just kept dying and like no matter how many times he just kept coming back and I love. I just love this character because he was so funny and oh the nose or whatever and I just <laughs> the nose and the chin everything about him you like fence. <laughs> <Got it. laughs> you know what? Something uh, I was thinking about when when I was going over the uh, the the Doctor duplicates, I was trying to think. So we we had a scene where there there would have been a scene in the rebel flash almost people story where you had the doctor the 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 ganger doctor rory and what we found out to be the ganger amy mm-hmm. so in that scene you would have had rory was the only real person there and i was trying to think of other combinations like that where i was trying to think was there ever a time where the tesselecta and the auton rory overlapped I w- no. Here's what I was really trying to figure out. The, 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 the holy grail I was trying to find was, is there a scene where all three of them are not them? <laughs> That's what I was really trying to figure out. Was there ever a time where Amy was the ganger and the doctor was either the ganger or the, the Tesselecta and Rory was an Auton? And I, mm. I, couldn't, I couldn't come up with one. So I don't, I don't think it happened. But I mean, like we got close a couple yeah. of times. Like I was pretty sure that there were a couple of times where only one of the three characters was actually their original, real, true self, and the other two were duplicates. I love that. I, yeah. I, yeah, a lot of stuff there. Uh, River, anything? Um, who who wrote this line? Oh, that was me. I love it. Oh, it was like some bonus episode, I think, or I can't remember what episode, but it was, was like it one of the uh, Good Night, Bad Night, one of those. Yeah, yeah, one of those. 
it was. She was walking out of the TARDIS and she said, Doctor, you're going to be the death of me. And I was like, oh, no, you don't know. Why? Twist the knife. Oh, gosh. Yeah, I mean, what can you say about River? We've already talked about how much I love her, her arc, her story, the twist and the reveal. When I was listening to, again, I was listening to another Doctor Who podcast. I don't remember which episode they were talking about. But um, I think it might have been maybe the snowman. I don't know. But they jokingly said it's a similar show where there's two people on the show that have seen Doctor Who and there's two people that haven't. And the two people that haven't like jokingly said it's Clara River. Like, 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 (laughs) That was their first theory about Clara was I bet she's River because like everybody else has been, you know, like anytime a new character shows up, it's like, that's probably Melody. Who isn't River? Probably, probably Melody, Mel's River. Who, who, I don't know, whatever. Dr. Song, like Professor Song, generations. (laughs) Who knows at this point? That's right. And, and, um, uh, I, I, I would really like to see her do something with 13. I, I'm sure they can figure out a way to, um, to make that happen. I would, I would really love to see that. So, uh, let's see. Clara, I love the way they brought Jenna Coleman back into the show. It's kind of like what they did with mm-hmm. Donna. Yeah. yeah. Where you had a, a, a she one of the ones on the list on of the Christmas special or whatever. Like she was in the Christmas special and decided not to go. Yes. And you know what? I just realized I have to, I have to strike out a note here. Cause I wrote that Clara is the only companion that ever was to become a companion, except that I just said right. Donna. Yeah. <laughs> Donna did the same thing. Um, it, it, they had to get even more creative because all they had to do was have Donna find the doctor. Yeah. Yeah. Jenna Coleman, they had to bring her back to life and explain how. <laughs> yeah. You know, and, and ended up coming up with, uh, yeah. And, well, no, no, but by the time she was in the snowman, it was a done deal. By the time she was in the snowman, they, the, the story, the impossible girl was already, that was coming. Yeah. They already knew that. However, uh, I, I did have it confirmed the announcement that Jenna Cole was uh, Coleman was the next companion. That announcement was made prior to her appearance in the Dalek asylum. Oh, so when she died at the end of that episode and then was not in the next story, everyone's like, wait, everyone was like, what is happening? And Mm -hmm. think about that. It was a year before she showed up again. It was a calendar year because she was in a Christmas special and then she doesn't show up again until the next Christmas special. And wow. then she dies in that episode. And then she died in that one. <laughs> so I, yeah, I, I love Clara. Trip, you you had some notes here about her her story. Oh, um, she was just my favorite character. Like she's so yeah. amazing. She's like the Doctor. Like she's just snappy and like oh yeah, all that stuff and definitely a match. Always for the figuring stuff out. And I for sure. I know Corbin hates on Clara's um, everything? jumping back. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> no. everything. <laughs> but by everything, you mean the ending that. of her character arc. Yeah. Sure. Well, that's not the end of her arc. That was well, the end of that he, season arc. Yeah. He, bleh, whatever. Wow. <laughs> he bad it. Who bleh. cares? <laughs> I, I won't like start crushing that story arc <laughs> to the ground again. Please, yes, please. But <laughs> I mean, I thought she was a good character. I yeah. Obviously, and, I don't like that arc but here's I the think thing we, we got plenty more her. of her like she's, yeah. she's yeah. not gone like we've got we've got some more uh jenna coleman mm-hmm. that wasn't it so yeah and trip i think um i think you're right i think that 
Amy came in as a little girl. Mm -hmm. And even when she was a full grown woman, she was still kind of a little girl with her imaginary friend. And it was a little more yeah. fairy tale, whimsical. He, the doctor even said her name was kind of like a fairy tale. <laughs> you know, Amelia Pond. Um, Pond. <clears throat> but Clara comes in and like the first version of her we meet, we find out later is an echo. The second version we meet, we find out is an echo. Mm -hmm. But even the third, even the original Clara, all of them like go toe to toe with the doctor right out of the bag. Like yeah. they are not like having to adjust. Even the, even the, 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 yeah, uh, the the nineteenth century version of her yeah. is totally hanging in there with her. Yeah, you know? like uh, oh, you have a ladder. Making there. jokes about looking at his butt and stuff. I mean, just like <laughs> really, just you know, it kind of throwing him for a loop. I love Got it. Got him. All right. Uh, that brings us to the doctor himself, Aww, the man himself. I'm official now. I think I've said this, but if I haven't said it before, let me make it officially official. Smith is my favorite doctor. Um, I know I said David Tennant was for a long time, but as soon as we got into series five, you're like, oh, as soon as we got into far. series five yeah. and I realized I could not wait to get to series six. Oh yeah. And I was like, oh, I like this doctor better. <laughs> I, <laughs> I see. And again, that is in no way diminishing David Tennant at all. Yeah. It is not. I still love him. Still love Eccleston. So he's um, not the best. No. What's that? So he's not the best. Yeah. Um, he's silly. He's slap. He's slapstick. He's socially awkward, <laughs> but he also challenges people to be their best. Oh yeah. His speech to Jeff in the eleventh hour. Amazing. Jeff, remember that random dude? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, that the, the speech to Jeff. Like ten seconds. Uh huh. It was in the episode for like ten seconds. Yeah. yeah. But but that speech he gave him, where it was like mm -hmm. today, like you have to be amazing you have to like convince mm -hmm. these people to trust you and to trust me today and is the day you save the world yes yeah like how awesome is that you know mm -hmm. that guy is just like all right <clears throat> let's let's do this you know like he jumps right in i love mm -hmm. it yeah um 11's entrance was amazing oh, yeah. um the 11th hour is almost a perfect episode <laughs> almost because they did take that weird side detour with the virus um, counting all the clocks down to zero. That literally was time filler. That's all that was there for. And so I don't like that. Um, but other than that, that episode is perfect. It stands as my favorite doctor introduction of all time, including all the way up to 12 and 13. They, this is the best introduction of a doctor I've ever seen, mm -hmm. uh, including going back into classic who, any of that kind of stuff. I love the way they bring him in. It's, it's fun. It's whimsical. He establishes great rapport with a brand new companion. Mm -hmm. Um, we establish what this guy is going to be like. He kicks the aliens' butts and then makes them come back <laughs> oh, to yeah. kick their butts some more. Um, it's and and that that bit where he's um, suiting up, and then there's the hologram Steps in front of him. Face. That that is the, yeah. So when I say his entrance, I mean the whole episode, but then I also mean specifically that one right there. He walks that through the, that is face. Eleven's it is defended. Yes. Yes, moment. and mm -hmm. he walks through, and and mm -hmm. what's his line? He says, "Hello, I'm the doctor." Basically, run, run. oh man, like just and all then that. The eye just like looks, yeah. and then just fantastic. Uh, what do you what do you guys want to want to throw in there about about him before we dive into the regeneration? I mean, I have to say he's probably my favorite for sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think he's, a but really we haven't even gotten doctor. to Capaldi yet, man. You don't know. No, I'm <laughs> No, nah, he's he's. I don't have doubts about. Capaldi. I know what you mean. No, no, no. Capaldi's great. Oh, okay then. I think I hated him, I but think he's uh, the but funny old man. <laughs> That's what I. 
I think that's. I think I, I I think I suffered from what a lot of people do. You know, Smith was my doctor, and oh, so yeah. so when you going into a new one, it yeah. was like, uh, you know? <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, honestly, here's the thing: is I didn't like Matt's. I didn't want to like Matt Smith, and he won me over in the first episode. Uh, the first episode, yeah. like bam, like no holds barred. Anyways, what else? Anything else about Smith? No, I think you said most of it. Okay, sorry. (laughs) You you kind of ranted there for a bit. Just (laughs) stole the. We haven't gotten to my rant yet. That's scroll down, scroll down in the notes. You'll see my rant. Uh, Guys, Noobs in the Whovian is brought to you by listeners like Victor, Jared, and James. If you find value in what we do, you want to give a little bit of value back. Here's what you do: head over to noobsinthewhovian.com/slash/support. Read through all the information there because we're running low on time, and there's all kinds of ways that you can help us there. Bye bye. Okay. So can we talk about the regeneration speech? This is just going to be you talking about the regeneration speech. I mean, feel free to jump in. Feel free to jump in. But yeah, I'm going to rant a little bit here. I don't really remember it being all super amazing and stuff. I'm going to read it to you. Don't worry. So I do, I I want to, I wanted to go through and and reread the speech, probably do terrible injustice to uh, the performance Uh of it, but just remind everybody. And actually Corbin, now that I'm thinking about it, why don't we do this? Why don't you put it right here? So, uh, oh my gosh. <laughs> trip, trip, you keyed in on it. Like even the music there is just like oh, epic yeah. and like, yeah. and, you know, makes, makes you want to cry. Um, here's the thing. There is so much going on in the speech. It's like, it's masterful. This is, you know, Stephen Moffat at his best. I, and I, I'm saying Stephen Moffat, I believe he wrote, that episode. Um, mm-hmm. Okay, so the doctor is telling Clara that it's going to be okay, right? Yeah. We've seen like where it's reassuring. Yeah, we've remember remember how hard it was for Rose. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. like she freaked out on on like, David. What Tennant. are you doing? Yeah, like, she what's had going no on? idea what was happening. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so, Clara knew, right? She she was familiar with regenerations. She'd seen all of his other yeah. faces, so this was not going to be as as hard of a shock for her. Um, but still, he's saying, you know, change is good. The doctor is telling her and like the universe that he will always remember this incarnation, just like he remembers all of them. You know, just like we were just talking about his entrance, remembering oh, yeah. all of the, the incarnations. We had the we had the bit at the end of the day of the doctor where he walks out onto the clouds with all of the previous regenerations yeah. and all that kind like, of stuff. Yeah, hey guys, because that's totally. <laughs> how things work that was that was symbolic that, that wasn't <laughs> but Stephen Moffat here is also talking to the audience about their own lives right teaching I mean there's like a there's like a life lesson in here he's saying we're all different people all through our lives and that's okay that's good as long as you keep moving as long as you remember all the people that you used to be right you are not the person now that you're mm-hmm. going to be in 10 years. You're not the person you were not, 10 years ago. Yeah. yeah. And that's good. If you are exactly the same today as you were 10 years ago. Now, this is a little different for y'all because y'all are teenagers. So, of course, you're different. <laughs> but but when, when you're 20 years old, it was when, sorry, when you're 30, if you look back to you on 20 and you're the same person, what have you been doing? <laughs> you know? You're going to change. You're yeah. going to move forward. You're Especially going to grow. In thousands of years, like the doctor. Oh, I mean, certainly. But I mean, again, this is this is like applicable to you now. Like you're going to change. You're going to be mm-hmm. different. That's good. That's okay. You've got to keep moving forward. 
But then there's that reminder of it's good every now and then to look back on who you were. Mm. You know, mm -hmm. as much as sometimes True. the doctor is embarrassed by previous incarnations of himself, or <laughs> quite often, actually, or preemptively embarrassed for one of his pre future incarnations, um, oh. as we saw with Granddad. Um, <laughs> every now and then, you've got to stop and look back on where you've been, who you were, and how you've grown, and mm -hmm. that's you know that's all a good that's thing. True. So that's <clears throat> that's kind of you know that that's Moffat. That's the doctor speaking in universe, and then that's Moffat speaking to the audience. But then think about Matt Smith, the actor. Okay, think about, when I when I see this scene, I don't just see the 11th Doctor talking to Clara. I see and I hear Matt Smith speaking to the audience yeah. and speaking to himself, right? Matt Smith is talking to the audience, reminding them that moving forward is good. It's not getting rid of the old. There were actors before yeah. him. There are many more actors to come, but we will never forget the previous ones. Do y'all remember when yeah. we covered David Tennant's first episode, how we talked about how the actor, I'm sorry, the, the writers walked the audience through the process, yeah. you know, of like, uh, remember, uh, what's her name? Um, Harriet Jones, prime minister, you know, talking about that's <laughs> not my doctor. You know, and then by the end of the episode, it is, you know, and all this kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. um, so we have Matt Smith kind of holding the hand of the audience saying, hey. It's okay. Come on. Yeah. And he literally says he's a coming, right? Yeah. Like it's happening. It's happening. Next no season. Stopping it. <laughs> right, yeah. Next season, there's going to be a new, uh, a new guy. Um, what's funny is I was, I was doing some research for this episode, trying to find a, an image. And I found one that I've come across a couple times and it's called the regeneration cycle. And so at the top of it, it has, it says regeneration. And then there's like an arrow moving around the clock to the next one where it says, um, uh, uh, the next doctor is announced and it says, uh, that, that guy's going to be terrible. And then the next one is, uh, you know, the first episode premieres. Well, I guess he's not all that bad. And then it's, you know, later on it's, uh, the doctor announces he's leaving. He's like, no, that's my doctor. <laughs> like they'll never be able to replace this guy. And, you know, and it, and then yeah. it says regeneration, you know, <laughs> like, and it just keeps going around and around. <laughs> the first time I encountered that, it was when Jodie Whittaker had just been announced. Oh my goodness. And so there was an arrow pointing to, uh, the next doctor is announced. Like, this is terrible. They're ruining doctor who it was an arrow pointing there. And it said, you are here yeah. <laughs> in, in the cycle. Like, don't worry guys. We do this every three years. Don't worry. We're going to make it through. It's going to be fine. You know, of course, you know, inevitably there's, there's some people who the new doctor, whoever it is. I mean, there were some people that left doctor who when Matt Smith came in, like guaranteed. It was way too young. I can't yeah. take uh, That's this. right. Yeah. 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 Um, Peter Correct. Capaldi was, was, uh, you know, the wrong type of guy or whatever. Right. So old. And then Jodie Whittaker was, oh, it's a woman. Man, you know, it's, it's too PC. Not my hashtag, not my doctor. I mean, okay, fine. Great. Go find a new fandom where, where everything <laughs> stays the same and never Perfect. moves forward and never changes. Forgetting the great speech that two doctors ago <laughs> gave yeah. you. You've got to keep moving forward. Change is good. And better yet, go write your own story and try and keep <laughs> it perfectly consistent to everyone's That's wishes right. all the time. That's right. So lastly, Moffat is also talking to Matt Smith. So the writer is talking to the actor, reminding him, never forget this time. Matt Smith is telling the, the audience that he'll always be around. I love the line that he says, I will... Listen, listen to this. Remembering that this is an actor speaking lines, not just an alien in a spaceship. He says... I will not forget one line of this. Not one day, mm. I swear. And when you use the word line, kind of sounds like we're talking about a script, you know? 
And, and so there's, there's all kinds of layers here. And it's like, he's saying, you know, don't worry guys. (laughs) Yeah. I'll, I'll always be. And and, at the beginning, Clara says, you, you are the doctor. And he goes, yep. Well, by the way, that's my, my favorite Matt Smith line (laughs) of all time is when he goes, yep. Um, he says, and I always will be. That's the thing. These actors always recognize this. Once you step into this role, you are the doctor. There's no leaving. Yeah. Chris Pine, no matter what he ever does, will always be Kirk to some people, (laughs) right? You know, there are some roles that are just iconic. And if you step into that role, you are always that person, no matter what you go on and do after that. And Matt Smith is saying, you know, I always will be. And then he, and then he ends his final line, you know, David Tennant's was, I don't want to go. Matt Smith says, I will always remember when the doctor was me. Mm-hmm. And I'm sorry, I, I like, I almost can't even hear the 11th doctor over how loud Matt Smith is there. Mm-hmm. Almost can't. All right, so we did put it out there for our listeners. And uh, Tom wrote in, Tom from Twitter. He's the guy that uh, told me to get on Twitter, if y'all will remember him. Um, he emailed in, said he had a couple things to say about the 11th Doctor era. He says, first of all, Matt Smith as the Doctor is brilliant. Uh, by the way, Tom's from the UK. Uh, <laughs> Matt Smith tell. as the Doctor is brilliant and one of my favorite incarnations. You'll also notice in the word, in the spelling of the word favorite there. Ah, he's, yes, a, he's a brand. You. Mm-hmm. That's right. Uh, he says his favorite companion is River Song. Uh, he loves the chemistry between Matt Smith and Alex Kingston. He said they are just so good mm-hmm. together. He said his favorite stories are The Eleventh Hour, The Doctor's Wife, and The Day of the Doctor. And I got to say, yep. Yeah. I mean, like, <laughs> yep. That's a pretty good list right there, yeah. man. Um, those those three are um, are all pivotal. I, I might throw in there Let's Kill Hitler because that was just that, a, that such a good one and such a pivotal. Um, or no, what? No, no, no. I'm sorry. It was Demons Run when we find out who River is, right? And yeah, then let's yeah. kill Hitler was the next one. So, uh, um, let's kill a Hitler good man goes to war when a good man goes to war. That was, that was yeah. the episode there. So we also had a segment, uh, submitted by frequent listener and Patreon Victor. Um, he actually sent in an audio clip. So let's take a listen to what he had to say. Hello, noobs and the Whovian. This is Victor calling in with my 11th doctor favorites. I'm going to start off with my favorite episode. And in my opinion, there was a lot of really great episodes in the 11th Doctor's time, but since I have to narrow it down just to one, I would say The Snowman. And my favorite companion would definitely be Rory. Not Amy and Rory, just Rory. I did not like Amy. And then my favorite random thing slash quote is from Strax. I suggest a full frontal assault with automated laser monkeys, scalpel mines, and acid. And my favorite bad guy is the Dream Doctor from Amy's Choice. And my favorite random creature is the Crooked Man from Hyde. Thanks for doing the show. I'll see you next time. No, I'll hear you next time. Goodbye. Um, the last thing I wanted to mention is that we are charting. I got Ow. an email. This blew my mind. I got an email from a website called chartable.com, like chart able, 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 chart able. We are uh, able to chart. Yeah. So they're, they're similar to uh, the one, the, the service that we were using that showed us all of our reviews, except this one also charts, uh, traces your rankings on various platforms. Now, right now cool. we're, we're only seeing uh, Apple podcasts for whatever reason. I haven't, I haven't dug into it enough. They just emailed me out of the blue. I don't know. So, um, 
here's what I've discovered after digging around some. The category that we're charting for is called TV reviews. I didn't even know that was a category. It makes yeah, sense. Uh-huh. It makes sense. It's an entire podcast genre of uh-huh. which we're a proud part. So we have been charting in the category of TV reviews for a few months now. We were as high as number 74 in Australia, number 62 in Great Britain, and number 43 in Canada. What? <laughs> <laughs> I knew that we have some uh, some Australian listeners. I know we have some British listeners. Canadian. I had no idea that we had any Canadians. Um, so first of all, I am aware, I am fully aware because of the stats that I can see of approximately four listeners in Australia. Um, I don't have your names or anything, but I can see on a regular basis that I'm getting like four downloads out of Australia um, via SoundCloud. Um, And, and I know that we have some, some listeners in the, in the UK, uh, Tom, and, and then he's kind of turned some other people on to us. uh, that are also in the UK. I hear from them every now and then on Twitter and stuff. I had no idea about Canada. So if you're in Canada, actually, if you're in any of those three places, Canada, Australia, uh, Great Britain, send us an email. I want to know that you're out there because I had no idea. Now, the other thing Chartable does is it it shows you your reviews and it's like that service we were using. It does all of the countries. So we ha- remember how we were like, we haven't gotten any reviews since last no, August. No Guess what? We got two in July and didn't know it. Hmm. So um, Supernova Dream Wolf <laughs> from Australia. Fantastic name. Yeah, you win the award for best username in yeah. one of our reviews. The uh, First of all, uh, this is also maybe my favorite review that we've ever gotten. It says, this is the greatest Doctor Who podcast ever. All right, done. Yeah. We're yeah. good. You, okay. Mission accomplished. You get a sticker or whatever. No, we don't have stickers. Um, <laughs> his, his review says, these guys know their stuff, which made me laugh. And while I disagree uh, with them at times, no one in particular... <coughs> Corbin, <laughs> excuse me. He literally wrote in cough, Corbin, cough. I'm sorry that you choose to be wrong. All the time, I, but. <laughs> Why are you going to insult the guy that said it's or, or the person? I don't even know. Supernova dream wolf could, could easily be a woman. I don't know be anyone. Uh, yeah. But anyways, these guys know their stuff. And while I disagree with them at, at, uh, at times, no one in particular, Corbin, I still love it so much. So I love that they disagree. That's that's fine. Like that's, uh-huh. you know, we disagree with each yes. other. Uh, that's that's part we, of the fun. We do. We fight all the time on this uh, yeah, yeah. Um, then we had um, another one from the U.S. I don't know why I, I did not see this one. I haven't. I, I don't see it when I look on iTunes. Well, um, we say Apple Podcasts. I don't know if those are different services, but you know, <laughs> I want. I, now you got me wondering. I've been pulling up my my old school iTunes. Maybe I need to switch it over somehow or other. Anyways, uh, this is from Sophia, and uh, the <laughs> whereas the first guy said. Uh, this is the greatest Doctor Who podcast ever. Her says, Ola, that's <laughs> the title. And she says, Hola. that story show sent me. You're welcome. Ah, Thank yes. you, Sophia. Thank you. We're, th- we're, we're glad for the, uh, the stars there. That we're was still getting listeners from them somehow. We are. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm trying to think, I don't even think I've submitted anything recently. Like, I don't think he's read yeah. anything. It's just people that recently. are just coming Listening back old episodes, and, yes. Going oh, back could, through yeah. old episodes. Could and, be. So, oh, what if I do so um, by the way, if you are any kind of a new listener, we'd love to hear from you and hear how you found us. Um, you know, did, did a friend turn you on? Did uh, did you hear about us on another podcast? I guess really that story show is the only one that I know of that you would have heard about us on. Mm. Um, Unless some other uh, podcast happens. Yeah, if there is. It is possible us. someone else is talking about it. If, if they know. are, they haven't told me about it. So if you are a podcaster <laughs> and you talk about us on your us. show, please just send me an email and, and we would love to hang out sometimes. Uh, yeah. So guys. And tell us how you found us. Uh, like, yeah. Why you're absolutely. referencing us. Uh, so the game plan, there is a big Bill and Ted Face the Music update. It has been a fi- officially, 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 um, 
you officially bumped to September 1st. Oh. So if you'll remember, it was August 28th. So it's only a few days. It's weird. Now, September yeah. 1st is like a Tuesday or something. Wow. I don't know. <laughs> so it's now it's been bumped to September 1st in theaters and video on demand. So that means if it's not coming to a theater near you, if your theaters aren't open or they're not going to be showing it or whatever, or you're, or you don't want to go to a theater, um, then supposedly you're going to be able to get it on video on demand. I don't know where uh, that hasn't yeah. been announced yet. Um, they're slowly trickling out information. Um, so we will give more details as they come up, but that means that as it stands right now, uh, we, we should be doing, I think episode number one twenty. We'll be covering Bill and Ted, but as long as everything stays, as long as everything stays. That. Yeah. So, so forget I said episode 120, forget I said that at all. And just, we'll keep you up to date as much as we yeah, can. It's um, coming. That's just right. So the important thing for. is for next week, your homework is to watch deep breath and get introduced to the fantastic Mr. Peter Capaldi, who uh, we also, we got to meet him briefly, not in person, um, no, on the, yes, on the, the next Doctor uh, special that was, um, that I think was part of the 50th anniversary, or maybe it was in the Christmas We've ones. I don't remember. Done one of his episodes, but. Oh yeah, yeah I, can't, I keep forgetting about that. Um, yeah. Wasn't that episode it happened in the future. No, it was like 138. Oh, was it? Oh, okay. I was like, we did our math wrong if it was 110. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Now I need to go look and see, oh. see what it actually was. So at any rate, guys, uh, Noobs in the Hoovian is a production of Master Closet Studios, where it's always smaller on the inside. Your senior producer is me, Austin Reason. Our audio engineer is this guy. I'm Trip. Our production editor is the other guy. I'm Corbin. Special thanks to TARDIS.Wikia.com for the trivia. Thanks to Jared for the classic Who connections or for his his contributions to this one. Not really classic who connection, but yeah. the Jared segment. Uh, shout out to Victor, Jared, and James for their Patreon support. Guys, you can uh, find us at noobsandthehoovian.com. If you head over there, all the other links that I normally mention are there. You can email us, find us on Facebook, Twitter, wherever you found us. Make sure that you share us with a friend. Like, share, subscribe, throw some stars at our face. Not because we're a great show, but because we watch one. Until next time, my name's Austin. I'm the Hoovian. These are my sons, Corbin and Tripp. And we're the noobs. noobs. <laughs> Jeez. And we will see you next time. <laughs> I forgot my lines. <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs>